So we're going to jump right into this today. Title of my message today is No Fear. No Fear. We shared on it last week. Uh, you can you can go to our website and download the podcast or just listen to it if you want to, if you want to hear last week's message. But we're, our, uh, the title of the message today is No Fear. And, um, you know, what what does living a life with no fear look like? I mean, you know, we, we might think of it as, well, I'm trying to create a life where I'll never have any fear experiences whatsoever. For you to do that, you're going to probably die. You're going to have to die to have no fear experiences because, I mean, look at every one of us right now. Everybody's facing fear in one form or another. Uh, fear of this virus. And, and what are people afraid of? Afraid of dying. You know, there's the fear of the financial future. I mean, you know, what, what, what are people afraid of? You know, my, my destiny and my future, my money, you know, where, where are things going to come from? How are things going to happen and change? And, I, and, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of torment and terror and fear that's out there. And, and I want to talk about that today as I look at, at certain scriptures. The Bible said Jesus, Jesus, the head of the church, made this statement. Heaven and earth will pass away, but he said, my words will never pass away. And that's where we have to turn to in times of trouble are the words that Jesus talked about. <clears throat> Heaven and earth will pass away. Everything in the earth, all the things that we do to, 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 that we're responsible for today, nothing wrong with responsibility. But at the end of the day, if I spend more time on everything else and less time in God's word, you know, I'm going to find out that some things are going to come up short in my life because it's the Word of God that matters from now to through eternity. And, and there's no end to eternity, and God's Word will never pass away. I'm so excited about that. So I want to look at a number of scriptures today just in talking about how to live a life with no fear. Um, David, King David in the Old Testament in Psalm 34 and verse 4 said, He said, I sought the Lord... And the Lord heard me, and he delivered me from all of my fears. He said, I sought the Lord. In other words, David had a relationship with God. And you know, this time in David's life, I mean, uh, King Saul was after him. Saul was jealous. I mean, Saul had a bounty on his head. I mean, do you think there'd be some opportunity to be afraid? Absolutely. Well, he turned to God, and in the midst of his relationship with God, as he turned to God, God delivered him of all that he was afraid of. I mean, sounds like the time we live in right now. Potential for a lot of fear as we seek God and we seek His Word. Remember, the Word, His Word never passes away. It's always alive and well for us. As we seek God and we get what we need from Him, man, I mean, it, it changes all the situations around us. Another verse of Scripture in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul made this statement in 2 Timothy 1.7, and I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. He said, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power, love, and of self-discipline. Man, we, we've got to discipline ourselves when the, when the thoughts of fear and, and all of the emotion of fear comes around us. We've got to, we've got to self-discipline ourselves by, by going after the Lord, navigating a relationship with God. That's what David did and was doing. And the, and the Lord delivered him of all of his fears. We, we don't have to 
run to the grocery store and be afraid that we won't have any toilet paper. I mean, you know, come on. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, okay, at the end of the day, you, you know, you have fear thoughts about that kind of stuff, but you got to go to God and know that God's going to take care of you, you know? Yeah, go buy it and do the best that you can, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to be afraid of that kind of stuff. I mean, you can find something else anyway. You know, we'll go there. Anyway, I want to look at two things that... I feel like are key. There are things that, that I've learned in my own personal life in the last 43 years of my born again life. I've learned two things that I think are key to living a life with no fear. A life with, with not giving place to fear. It doesn't mean that there's not fear around you. I mean, there's fear everywhere. But, but to live in the midst of fear at peace. I believe these two things are key. The first one is that God has made a way for you where it seems like there's no way. He's already made a way. He's already, God had a plan for our lives before the foundation of the world. I don't, I don't understand that, but the Bible says it. So if the Bible says it, then I believe it. And, and, and it says that God had a plan for your life before you were even thought about. So every time, you think that every time that something bad happens, God's got to figure out a plan about how to take care of you? No. The, the deal that, that, in, that a lot of people are in is that they're not, they're not gravitating toward a relationship with God. They're trying to figure it out on their own. There's a way that, that seems right to a man. It says in um, Proverbs 16, 25, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death or destruction, it means there. Not just that you die, but a life of destruction, you know, because we're trying to figure things out in our mind. God's got a plan for your life. And, and as I said, there's a way that seems right to, to a man, but the end is destruction. But God has made a way, even when it seems like there's no way, he's got a way. How, how are we getting past this virus? I don't know, but God has a way. You think that God doesn't have the answer for the virus? Well, I mean, thank God for all the people that are working on it, all the people tirelessly that are working on, on getting, you know, a cure for this and, and, and helping us to overcome this, giving us advice. That's why there's nobody in our church today because we were asked by our governor to, to meet with no more than 10 people. And so there's, there's nobody in the seats today, but we're coming this way. Thank God for technology. We can come this way, right? And, and, and the statement is that that there are ways that seem like there's no way, but he's already made the way. That's why I've got to have a relationship and a connection with him so I can know that what he tells me is true and is going to come to pass. Um, in in uh, <clears throat> in 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 that the passage that I read to you earlier in Matthew 24, it was Matthew 24:35, heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. That's in the New Living Translation in, in Matthew 24, 35. He said, heaven and earth will disappear. These kind of things that we're facing right now, they're here today and gone tomorrow, but his word will never disappear. And I'm telling you today that his word is what will see you through anything that you face, any, any obstacles that we face, like the virus or the financial future, you know, of America and the planet. Uh, um, 
Uh, God already has the plan for us. That's what we have to tap into. And if we try to figure it out ourselves, well, there's a way that seems right. The end is destruction. I don't, I'm not going to live in destruction. You don't want to live in destruction. I'm here praying for you, believing you're not going to live in destruction. You're seeking God in these times, but in all times. <clears throat> um, In 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, it, it says this. <clears throat> we walk by faith and not by what we see. Or the way, one translation says, or the appearance. We walk by faith and not the way things appear to be. Again, just driving home the point that God has a plan and a way to accomplish everything in the earth that he wants to accomplish, but we have to trust him. You know, there's nothing that you can do about going and making the government do things that need to be done. You just have to trust that. And the Bible tells us to trust those and pray for those who are in authority. Listen, whether you agree with them or not, you've got to pray for them and, and pray that they make true decisions and right decisions. I pray for our president. I pray for my governor. I pray for my mayor, all their cabinet members. I pray for them every single day, and I never miss because they need my prayers. They need to be prayed for and not just be criticized. And, and so as, as I'm praying for them and trusting that, that God's influence on their life is coming in some way or another, but personally, I just have to trust God that he's got my back and God is bigger than the government. God can do amazing things that, that, that no one else can do, but that's where we have to trust him. Not everybody believes that, but, but the more you develop that trust, then it removes the fear. That's what I want to live. I want to live a life where there's no fear, even in the midst of fear swirling around everywhere on the planet. Um, the, the, the second point to live a, a, a life that is free from fear is realizing that the, the, the enemy, the, the devil himself, has a strategy against your life. And, and I believe that that strategy must be exposed. There's a great passage of Scripture in, in Ephesians chapter 6, starting with verse 10 that I want to read. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you're able to stand against the wiles or the schemes or the strategies of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God. Well, the armor of God has to do with the Word of God. That's why Paul here talked about putting on the armor of God and, and the different parts of the armor of God. He said, he said, for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. People are not our problem. People are not your problem. I'm telling you today, people are not your problem. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Well, I'm not here to explain and go through all that. We've got lots of teachings on what those represent and what they actually are. We're not here to talk about all that, but we're, I'm just saying the devil has a strategy against your life. And, and, and as you put your faith and trust in God and you trust in his word, it spoils that strategy. It shuts it down. It cuts it off. It causes it to have no effect against your life. <clears throat> I want to I finish this. He said, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you're able to withstand in the evil day. 
And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and, and above all, taking the shield of faith where you're able to quench every fiery dart, every trick, and, and every strategy of the enemy, you're able to shut those things down. Why? Because you're developing a relationship like David did. I sought the Lord. He heard me. And he delivered me from all fear. Well, I'm telling you today, the major strategy of the enemy against your life is fear. Fear. Fear is the root to everything. People are afraid. People are afraid of, of failure. People are afraid of dying in, with this virus. People are afraid that they're going to die. And, and that fear will cause people sometimes to do things emotionally that, that will cause them to turn inward and, and trying to figure it all out on their own when God has the plan. We have to learn from Him. And as we learn from Him and He teaches us how to walk this out, we get the same results that David got. God's no respecter of person. What He did for David, He'll do for you. Right, but, but I think the key to David was that David knew that God heard him. Many people pray and they don't know that God hears them. He said, I sought the Lord, he heard me, and he delivered me from all my fears. Where, where, where is that confidence that God hears our prayers? Where does that come from? Developing that relationship with God through his word. His word is the key to the success of our life, of us overcoming every fear and obstacle in our life. And I mean, those fears are real. I mean, on a day-to-day -day basis, when, when society is working normally, you know, there's a, there's a lot of fear of, of the lack of success, of your future. People don't know what their future is. They're, they're afraid of that. Yet God has the plan. God has made a way for your life in every way. Physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, I, your destiny, your future, your career, you know, everything God has already made that way. That's what you have to tap into. And, and many times the strategy of the enemy is to get you in your head thinking, well, you know, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. See, now you're, 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 you're focusing on what seems to be instead of having confidence that God already has the plan. When you shut those thoughts down, then that kills the, the strategy. It spoils the strategy of the enemy from keeping you from fulfilling the, the, the plans and, and, and the purposes that God created you for. Man, I'm excited about that. I want to finish this, the, the rest of this passage. He said, And taking the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to the end with perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I mean, one of the great things that when you're free from fear, man, you can help others overcome fear. I, I, I'm telling you today, when you're free from fear, you can help other people overcome fear. And the only way you can be free from fear in them. You're not going to live a life where there's not fear situations all around you. They're going to always be around. But the key to it is you having a relationship with God and being able to overcome. And I'm telling you, I, I, I'm not just free of fear in my life today just for me. I'm free of fear today so I can help other people. And that's what Paul was talking about right there. And this strategy of the enemy to keep people in fear, I'm declaring, I pray over people all the time. I pray over hundreds and thousands of people every single day believing for this assignment of fear to be cut off and, and for people to develop true relationships with God through His Word.
Um, <clears throat> Remember the, the verse we read earlier that said, God hasn't given me the spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound and a well-balanced mind, a disciplined mind. Um, if God hasn't given me fear, then I have to take the position then when fear faces me, I'm not receiving it. No, I don't accept that. Fear, I'm not giving into that. I'm not denying what I'm seeing. I'm not acting like there's not issues and problems and things around, but I'm not letting it overtake my thought life. That's where the battle is, is, is within our thoughts. See, there's a way that seems right in my natural mind that's not the right way. I don't want what seems right. I want what is right. God's got the plan. He, he has taught us how, he, in his word, he teaches us how to overcome these kind of situations. He knew we would face all this kind of stuff. You think this is a surprise to heaven? You think up in heaven, they're like freaking out going, oh my gosh, there's a virus now. What are we going to do? No, Jesus Christ and what he did and what he accomplished at Calvary has already delivered each and every one of us. And that's what we have to tap into is that life of being delivered and set free and the strategy of the enemy being cut off. I like this last passage that I'm going to read to you today. Um, really, really powerful passage. And it's found in Philippians chapter 4. Um, uh, it's been one of my, like I said, I've been saved for 43 years, a little over 43 years. And and this has been one of my favorite passages because it's helped me to not just talk about God, but to develop a relationship with God. I believe that the real key to developing that relationship is found in this passage right here. And I feel like it really relates to, you know, what we're dealing with uh, in our world and our society around us. And, and it's found in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. And he said, be anxious or worried or fretful or fearful for nothing. Be anxious or worried or fearful or fretful for nothing. But you're not going to just not be afraid. You have to replace it with something. And here to me is the key. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, prayer and supplication, asking God for things, thanking and declaring, understanding what the will of God is for a situation, and then beginning to thank Him for the answer to whatever it is that you face. To me, that is the key. You know, something happens in my life, just like the virus coming. Father, I just thank you that by the stripes of Jesus, that you healed me. And, and I declare that the symptoms of, vi of, of this virus out there have no right to attach themselves to my body because of what Jesus did for me. I'm not saying that like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to get sick. And that, No, there's sickness all around. I'm thanking Him that according to 1 Peter 2.24, that by His stripes, I'm healed. And how do I develop that understanding and that knowing and that belief that he really did that for me? By coming before him and thanking him, not begging him, but thanking him. Father, I thank you for this promise in your word and for that promise in your word. All the promises of God are there for us to help us to overcome the obstacles that we face on a day-to-day -day basis. He said, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto uh, the president. No. Uh, be made known unto the government. 
No. Uh, made known unto everybody, you know, and tell everybody about it, well, all, every situation that you're facing. No. He said, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, the peace of God, which passes all of your understanding, the things that seem to be a certain way, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. It'll guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. When I spend my days not being anxious and worrying all the time. And, and how do you do that? By voicing it. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh my God, how's this going to change? Oh my God, what about this? What about this? No, God wants us to turn that around and begin to thank Him for what His promises tell us are how He's already made a way for us. When, when, it, when, when He says that there is peace that will come from thanking Him, that's already a way for me. But I have to do what He said. Okay, L listen, if doing what I'm talking about right here was, was easy, everybody would do it. Somebody would make some, you know, kind of business out of it or whatever. It'd be easy, but it's not easy. It's not easy to face things in life that are trying to grip your mind and tell you, man, you're going to be taken out. This isn't going to work. You're going to go bankrupt. You're going to, all these, all these things are coming. And God's word tells us the absolute opposite. The Word says that He'll meet all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So what do I do? I go before I go to Him. Father, I, I just thank You that You meet all my needs. I mean, there's a lot of things going on out here, a lot of things happening. Father, you, not, not only do You meet my needs, but, but You give me more than enough so that I can be a blessing to everybody around me. It's not about just me protecting myself, you know? I mean, if, if you're at a, in a mad dash at a grocery store during this time trying to find some toilet paper, grab two two deals and give one to someone else. I mean, you know, we, we, we were, we're, we're created to be a blessing to people, not just about, oh, I got to be blessed. I got to be taken care of. If it's all about me, then you're not going to help other people. But when your focus is on God and what he's done for you, and then you're believing that he's done that for you, then it manifests that way. Then you can be a blessing to other people. See, because you know what I'm after? I'm after that peace. Because I just tell you right now, I, I just kind of see a lot of people that aren't in any kind of peace at all. You know, that in some torment, I'm praying for them. I'm, I'm praying that people are able to overcome the issues that they face on a day-to-day -day basis. But the only way that I found, maybe there's another way, but the only way that I found is through God's Word. Heaven and earth will pass away. This situation is here today and gone whenever it's gone. But His Word will never pass away. And I want His Word alive and well in me to face this and anything else in the future. But I want it to develop a relationship with Him. Man, I, I have a relationship with God. Not just, not just knowing Him. You know, if you, if you meet somebody and you shake their hand, you've met them. But you don't really know them. Through His Word, we get to know Him. And that's what I want. I want to know God. And I tell you what, when you know God, as David did, he sought the Lord. The Lord heard him. And man, the fear of, you know, the bounty that was, that was set up for his life, that fear, he got set free and delivered of. And so you know, I'm just here today to tell you that we don't have to be afraid even in these times. We've got to be smart. You know, we've got to do what our authorities have told us to do. Don't, don't, don't have a rebellious attitude and, well, you know, I'm just going to believe God or I'm just going to not do everything that they tell us to. Well, it's, life isn't just about you. It's about other people. You know, and you can contaminate other people. That's why we're not having service today. Not because we're afraid. We're not having service because our governor said no more than 10 people, so we're going to abide by those rules. The Bible says obey the laws of the land. 
you don't, then you're in rebellion. When you're in rebellion, you're not going to get a whole lot. Things aren't going to happen for your life. So today I'm, I'm truly confident that God is doing something in your life. I believe in the power of prayer. When you ask God for things, his peace comes on you and overtakes you. And I'm not just about praying for myself, my family, my church. I'm, I'm about praying for the nations. And so I, I want you to know that and I want you to believe in it.